David Collins. 30 minutes. Show with David Collins. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of David Collins' 30-minute half-hour show. I'm your host, David Collins, and we have a great episode for you today. Really looking forward to it. We have a great guest and a great show, some great games and some great voicemails. Remember to follow us on Instagram at DC 30 Minute Half Hour Show and email us any questions or any feedback to DC 30 Minute Half Hour at gmail.com. We also have a little voicemail or a little snippet from Dave G we're going to be listening to later. I got the opportunity to speak with him earlier in the week and I was happy to do so. We made amends. I told him it's no problem. People share bits all the time, so there's no problem there. One last thing before we start the show, of course, everybody's favorite, color of the day. Today's color of the day, Indian Red. Indian Red, <laughs> renamed by Crayola in 1999 to Chestnut, Indian Red is a rich, opaque, and deep red color. Its name derives from the red laterite soil found in India. Today's color of the day, India Red. One last thing before we start the show. Today's sponsor of the show, Super Galaxy, your go-to candy store right here in Manhattan, Kansas. Craving a sugar rush that's out of this world? Look no further than Sugar Galaxy, located on Main Street. From nostalgic classics to cosmic confections, Sugar Galaxy has a stellar selection of treats for every taste. Don't miss out on this mouthwatering opportunity. Visit Sugar Galaxy today and let your taste buds blast off into a world of sugary bliss. Located at 200 Manhattan Town Square. Thank you, Sugar Galaxy, for sponsoring the show. I should mention here, we did have a slight audio error going into today's episode, so I am going to sound differently today, unfortunately, I imagine. Today's guest, we've spoken with people from Colorado, New York, Michigan, and more, but never Oregon. Our next guest today is a Portland, Oregon comedian. He's worked at great venues like Helium Comedy Club, Three Mugs Brewery, Laughs Comedy Club, Curious Comedy Theater, Big City Gaming Arcade Bar, and many more. He's also appeared on great podcasts like Science Factual, Christ and Ikes, Rip City Roast Podcast, and Ear Rape Podcast. Check him out on Instagram at Sam Bass Comedy. Please welcome our great guest today, Sam Bass. Hey, it's uh, great to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you on the show. We're so excited. A little delay there. That's no problem. We wanted to get you on the show, and we haven't had anybody wow. from Portland on the show it's there. The so it, The crowd's going wild still. So. 100%. We're looking forward to talking to someone from Portland there. How long have you been in Portland? Do you have um, any, I wonder why you would move to Portland. You know, I actually have a special liking for Portland specifically. I, of course, grew up in Manhattan, Kansas, but we would take a lot of vacations growing up to the Southwest, and I'm not sure. Do you know the show Hello, Larry? No, Hello, I don't Larry know. Hello, Larry was a sitcom and ran in the early 80s, I believe, but we had a VHS tape that I would love to watch when we went on vacations because we had a, we had a VHS and a TV that I guess they plugged into. We had a minivan. I'm not sure how that worked, but Hello, Larry <laughs> was a story about a man from L.A. who gets divorced and takes his two daughters and goes to Portland. And that's how the show starts. It takes place in Portland. He's also a radio DJ. He does a talk radio oh. morning show. And I think that's kind of what kind of inspired me to get into radio. I've been doing radio since I was 18 there. But why Portland? Oh, wow. Um, well, I moved here from Thailand. So, you know, obvious choice. Thailand. Uh, wow. Yeah. Is that just the first place off the boat then? Yeah, you know, I I was uh, you know I I got here legally though, you know, so it's it's good. I I, I 
I have Thailand. That's interesting. So you're were you you weren't born in America? No, I was born in America. I'm just messing around. No, I I, I was born in yeah. No, I I I was I went to the University of Oregon in Eugene, Oregon, and then I left and moved to Thailand. Tried to live there for three months, and then couldn't do that. So I moved to uh, wasn't Portland. Wasn't place for you. That's pretty fascinating, though. Were you in the military or anything like that? What brought you over there? No, I just like to travel. And my really girlfriend was. My girlfriend's also Thai. Well, was Thai when I had a girlfriend. I see. Well, that's actually a very fascinating story. I didn't expect to hear much from that. We did have a little thing I wanted to play, and we can play a little Ask a K-Rocker there, because we like to listen to old clips from my radio station. Morning host Dave G, who I already mentioned I was listening to this week, and I think he, this was a bit of a slight towards IP. It was a slight towards people from Oregon, I believe, if you ask me. But we'll take a little listen to this clip from Dave G this week. Sure. 101.5 K-Rock, what's up? It's David G. K-Rock Morning Show. Here we are. Time for Ask a K-Rocker. It's Friday. And today, uh, trending question online, what are you convinced people are pretending to enjoy? Convinced what are you people convinced are pretending to enjoy? Pretending to enjoy? For me, it has always been and always will be IPA beers. A double IPA <laughs> or just regular IPA beers? It's there's no way. Yeah, I agree with that. It's just not. I can drink a pale ale. Don't get me wrong. A Boulevard pale ale is fantastic. There's a lot of really other great ones out there too. But IPAs and double IPAs, it's like you're chewing on hops. <laughs> chewing on hops? No. Yeah. No, I, no, no. I hate IPAs. I, I hate IPAs, but yeah. Not of course. Well, he really does not know, like them you know, there. That's it. Just, so you do not like the IPAs. I, that sounded like some yeah. that was that's a very that's a very northwestern thing, is it not? Man, they love IPAs in Port, in Oregon in general. Uh, I don't. I guess in California too, but they are IPA. Uh, you know, you know why they Would like you drink them? a pale ale. Not really. I, I like uh, a Kolsch or maybe, you know, German beer. But the reason that people yeah, why drink do they like them up there in Portland, what's the reason? Because uh, they, they taste so bad. They only need to drink one of them to get drunk. You know, then I they see. don't want to drink another one after. You so know, it keeps where them I'm from, from. They do a lot of whiskey drinking for that reason. I'm more of a scotch guy. But yeah, I, I used to drink. I, I went to China and uh, got drunk way too, many, too much at, at a lot of blackout. Uh -oh. times in china so uh, i so you really don't have really traveled them. all over the world that's so yeah. interesting we want to get a guest john we've talked to before and we've mentioned him a lot he, he works in la union station at a bar there and he's traveled all over the world also a very worldly but i didn't expect this so you've been to china malaysia where where are the other oh, thai uh, i've been to thailand china malaysia singapore um, philippines uh japan south korea uh, and that must to... be your name, Sam Bass there. Sam Bass is a very strong name, and it inspired yeah. us to bring out a fun segment this week. People with the same name. People with the same name. <laughs> Sam Bass, dead at 27, was a 19th century American train robber, outlaw, and outlaw gang leader. Notably, he yeah. was a member of a gang of six that robbed a Union Pacific train in Nebraska of $60,000 in newly minted gold from San Francisco, California. To date, yeah. this was the biggest train robbery ever committed in the USA. Do you think that's how you got that name? 
No, my, I got the, I got Sam from Samuel from my grandpa, my uh, dad's side, Ukrainian Jewish side. Well, I side. hope it's not that same Samuel. No, it's it's a no. The Samuel is uh, he's from Ukraine. This guy, the guy from the Sam Bass you're talking about, he had the Sam. He had the the Bass Gang. Bass <laughs> he literally, Gang. The Bass Gang, and and he literally had a war uh, with people with the shark in Texas. Gang? Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know, but I just know that they, uh, they had a big shootout and, uh, he died. That's fascinating. <laughs> what an interesting tale. You're surrounded in intrigue there. Uh, that sound means it's time for our first game. I'm not sure if anybody let you know, but we do play games on this show. Our first game, also sitcom related, Name That Sitcom. I hope you like 90s and early 2000s sitcom. Our first game, Name That Sitcom. We're going to go through a quick screenplay from a scene of that sitcom, and you're going to have to say what that sitcom is. Are you ready to play, Sam? Name That Sitcom. All right. Perfect. We'll go with round one. Now, this first sitcom first aired in 1998. So there's your little clue. 1998. This is great, right? I thought we were going to an aquarium. We are, we are. I just thought we'd spend a little time just you and me first, you know? The men, the boys, no pesky women dragging us down. I don't know where you're going with this, Douglas, but you're making me very uncomfortable. We're eating lunch, okay? Hey, you like the buffet here, right? Actually, I do. They got hot wings here that will singe your short hairs right off. All right, Sam, do you think you can name that sitcom? Uh, I don't think I can, but I'm going to go stab at uh, Family Matters. Family Matters. Let's go ahead and take a look. No, unfortunately, it was not Family Matters. That was King of Queens. Oh. King of Queens. Yeah, it's the scene where sense. Arthur goes to the buffet. That makes sense. I... Why don't we look at round two here? This show first aired in the year 2000. This is stupid. Shh, shh you're a bush. This is ridiculous. We've been out here for three hours. We haven't seen anything. Okay, Greg. Hunting is about being patient, okay? It's about being in the great outdoors, roughing it. Getting in touch with the predator within. Relying on your most primitive instincts. Oh man, that's Domino's. Hey, Greg, can I use your bathroom? Sure. Thanks. You know I like hunting right next to the house. Instead of out in the woods, I'd take a fresh roll of Charmin over a pine cone any day. All right, now I know this definitely looks like a tricky one there. What do you think that sitcom might be? Uh, uh, Friends? Yeah, I wonder if that's a good guess. I wonder if you'd be hunting in New York there. That was Yes, Dear. Classic <laughs> Yes, Dear. Do you like sitcoms? Yes, Dear? Was that, that, was, that was a real sitcom? Yeah, you've never seen it. It ran for six seasons. Oh, man. Had a great intro, something about, and then it would yell, yes, dear. It was a great intro and a lot of fun. Maybe you'll do Good better in round three here. Uh, probably not, but you can go ahead. This is also started in 1998. 1998. Now, remember, we can't have the protons and the electrons right next to each other because that would be just madness. Madness, I say. Oh, Eric, you are just the funniest person I have ever met. No, I wouldn't go as far as... Yes, yes I am. Doesn't your girlfriend mind you spending so much time with me? Well, no. Apparently she's thrilled about it. What do you think that sitcom might be? Name Big? that sitcom. Uh, I, I'm just gonna 
Big Bang Theory. You know, I wonder what year that started. I think it started a lot later than that, though. That was that 70s show. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, Eric. That 70s show. That was the scene, Eric is a God. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, you, you, you got me. Um, I'm not good at uh, that's all sitcoms. Right. Maybe on the next game there, that's no problem. So I noticed you, uh, I saw these on your Instagram. You do a lot of these inst these clips, and I thought they were very funny, some interesting things. I actually kind of wanted to ask you about doing comedy on mushrooms. That was a little interesting, a little edgy. Let, yeah. me, let me ask you, uh, tell me about your style of comedy. Um, you know, it's, it's mostly just surreal and observational, a little surreal bit of uh, storytelling. But what do you mean as far as like how we haven't we haven't really heard that response. Some people one actually one person actually told us he was a bit of a rant comic, but we've had people yeah. say that they're a joke writer, a, a short punchline person, a, or a storyteller. Mm. That's really a lot of people describe themselves as a storyteller, but you you're more mm. an observational comic there. Yeah, I'm, I would say more observational and surreal. Like I like uh, to bring out some surreal uh, situations into how I talk about my jokes, like how I deliver my jokes. It's in a, it's in a way that's more out of left field. Doesn't really, it doesn't really match up, but then whenever it does experiences coming from, from coming from traveling the world there. So I'm sure people are, are ready to hang on until the punchline too. Just knowing that. Yeah. As long as you stay interesting, it, it makes it a little bit better for the crowd. How's the scene over in Portland? We talked to a couple of people in Denver and they have a very robust scene and they're struggling to get stage time. It sounds like there's so many comics. Is there, are there a lot of comedians in the Portland area? Oh man, there's so many, it's probably like, uh, it's probably over a hundred comics here. Would you so. say there's a lot of musical comedians? Everybody that I've talked to, and that's not really true. Everybody that I've talked to from Denver, that is the case, but everybody, and many comics seem to also be musical comedians and like to bring a guitar on stage or a piano, at least when they're starting. Do you see that a lot in Portland? I've only seen it a few times. That's really? Yeah. You know, that might be Not a that stereotype that, that it is changing. I'm sure if people, if you ask somebody, would you expect to see a lot of musical comedy in Portland? They would say yes. Oh, that's wrong. Yeah, I've, I've seen it maybe twice or three times. Yeah, it's very rare. So you've been all around the world. So that probably helps. Do you write your notebook? Do you write in a notebook or do you do things on your phone? Uh, mostly yeah, just you, writing notes. How would you describe um, your? How, how do you write your material? Oh, I'm writing. I'm writing uh, every day. Usually, just when it comes to me, it just hits me, and I have to write. So I don't really sit down and write. I'm not like gonna sit down and oh, here I'm gonna write some jokes right now. No, right, that, not, it just like, not it like comes, an office job. There, you're just going through the day, hoping for inspiration, like a net. No, I, it, the, the yeah, day. inspiration just hits me. It just it hits me. I have to write it down. If I don't write it down, I lose it. That makes a lot of sense. Very fascinating there. I wanted to jump right into a quick segment here, and we like to avoid negativity. So if you feel the same, maybe you won't want to add anything to it. But I did have a couple David Collins red cards I wanted to hand out this week. Just a couple, because we had a small meeting with all our staff today. We were coming up with some ideas for the show and how we were going to kind of change the social media and how some of our ad campaigns have gone. And we're sitting there at a table. We're at a Hy-Vee. They have restaurants at the Hy-Vee up here. I'm from Manhattan, Kansas, and we had Hy-Vees in Manhattan, Kansas, but I like them a lot more in Iowa here, a restaurant, a very nice restaurant on the side of it. But while we're sitting there having our meeting, eating our meal, a woman cleaning the floors comes up and says, you all have fascinating conversations. Please, I'd love to continue listening. Please keep talking. It was an employee mm. of the restaurant. Is that a little outrageous? Uh, I think that's a little 
odd to be listening in on and let, well i think to let someone know you're listening in on their conversation i think that's them odd. to continue we felt very uncomfortable yeah, no, you know, <laughs> we left immediately we did not stay that's, and that's, that's like asking that's like if someone says to me uh when i tell them i'm a comedian they say all right tell me a joke i'm like eh, i don't want to tell you a joke now right and that was person that person deserves a red card also <laughs> The only other red card I wanted to hand out this week, and we could have just gone over it in World News, but I wanted to give a red card. Do you know Little Tay? Little Tay is the little woman that used to go around with large numbers of bills and yell at the camera saying how much money she makes over everybody else that's in the comment section there. Somebody hacked her Instagram this week and faked her suicide. So for a few days, everybody thought Little Tay had died it was just a hoax and that was resolved i'm a big fan of pranks but i think that goes a little too far whoever hacked that instagram gets a red card this week i think it makes makes sense Uh, also uh every everyone i mean i didn't hear about it you didn't hear about that well it was it was on the top of my news there do you have any red cards that you want to hand out this week uh yeah people uh people who don't know how to merge people who don't know how to merge You know, they say that ramp is so that you can get up to speed. I'm not sure if everybody knows that. A little fun fact there. Do you have a TikTok? You're a a young... How old are you? You actually look older than I thought you did in some of your photos there. Maybe it's just the (laughs) angle. It might be the angle. I'm older, uh, but uh, you want to know my real age? (laughs) Well, I was just curious because a lot of... You know, we have a lot of younger comics on the show, and they're doing a lot on TikTok. Are you associated with TikTok in any way? Yeah. Yeah, I have TikTok. You know, I mess around with it. You're doing the same thing. Do you just post your same clips that go on the Instagram or are you doing specific TikTok content? Um, I'm doing some TikToks and, uh, you know, just TikTok content. And then I also uh, post my clips. So I do a mixture. What is that TikTok and anything else that you want to plug? I want to ask you if you have a podcast. Do you do any podcasts? I will eventually. Uh, it's going to be called the Super Secret Podcast. Great. And uh, it's uh, coming out in about a month. That's interesting. Um, but, we uh, had a friend yeah. of the show, Jamie Cox, who did have a podcast at one point where he would post the podcast and over a lot of the specific language, he would hold a lot lo-fi music over the words so you couldn't hear it. And then if you went to his Patreon, you'd be able to hear it. So he had a bit of a secret podcast of him for himself. Oh, that's weird. How did, how did that go? It, I, did that know, go well? It ended and I believe both of his co-hosts have oh. since passed away. So it didn't end very oh. well ouch okay that's that sound means it's time for our second game we have a great second game today too because it's just for you you're from portland oregon there or you live in portland oregon now so we thought we'd play a game called organ origin where you'll have to determine whether the name of the word that i say is an organ inside of your body or a name of a gin sam are you ready to play organ or a gin yeah yeah i'm ready and and i was born in new york Born in New York. That's great. We would have to ask you, you know, we've had a couple of people from New York, Cardiff Electric, Jad Slayman, Andy Fiore. I'm not, did you start stand up in New York? No, I started, actually, I started in San Francisco. That was my first open mic. And then I did all the others in Oregon. San Francisco. I believe they said something about the other Sam Bass. More things are lining up. That was in San Francisco. Why don't we look at round one here of Oregon or a gin? Okay. Tanqueray. Jen, uh, Jen. All right, we're on the board there. We're gonna do a lot better here. Did you go to Did you go to medical school or anything associated where you might be be good with organs, a chiropractor, anything? 
I did mixed martial arts, so I kind of know about the body a little right, bit. You might know a little bit. Let's jump into round two here because these should get more difficult. Round two. Omentum. Omentum. Momentum? Jin. Omentum. Oh, oh, omentum. Oh, Jin. Mm, uh, I'm sorry. That was that a, a organ. Omentum wow. is a fold of peritoneum connecting the stomach with other abdominal organs. Omentum. Mm. Omentum. I might have I might have bruised my omentum recently. Uh-oh. That can't be good. That can't be easy other. What a fall that must have been. Let's look at round 3 here of organ or a gin. Do you like this game? Yeah, it's good so far. Do you think what do you think about the between this game and the first game, which one would be your favorite? Uh this is my favorite so far out of the two. That's great to hear. Let's look at round 3. Yeah. Mesentery. 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 Oh man, that uh, sounds like something you might hear on the Oregon Trail. I feel like it's an organ of the body. Mesentery, okay. a fold of the peritoneum which attaches the stomach, small intestine, pancreas, spleen, and other organs to the posterior wall of the abdomen. Mesentery. Oh, wow. Damn. Well, that's great. You did much better on that game, though. Nice. Two out of three so far. What are you doing? I'm emailing David Collins. And that's how means oh. it's time for David Collins call-ins and emails. We just have a, oh, wow. an email and a couple call-ins to go over mm -hmm. here. The first voicemail that we have to go over is, unfortunately, from our friend who is, has Jerry right now. I'm not sure if you're caught up. We, we have somebody that stole my gas cap weeks and weeks ago. He can't help to do anything but harass the show. But he recently took our intern Jerry to somewhere. We've narrowed it down. We think it's in Arizona, but he's giving us some more clues. So we're going to take a little listen to that. Okay. Hello, David. I'll be leaving you a voicemail today. Jerry and I will be attending a concert this evening, and I expect to be too hungover to call in tomorrow. Let's just say we'll be having a Japanese breakfast. Anyway, here is the third clue. Why bother reading the first two when you're already so confident we're in Arizona? We think it's Arizona. Clue three. Search within the valley's core. Amidst the arts, seek even more. Near the peak where hikers roam. There lies my secret, your new home. And that was the gas cap criminal. A third clue. Usually he gives us a nice goodbye. I'm not sure what that what that drop off there was. But if anybody yeah. has that riddle, make sure you email me, dc30minutehalfhour at gmail.com. We really want to get Jerry back. Although, like I joked about earlier this week, we've been doing pretty well without him. We got one email yeah, this week that I wanted to go over. I'm sorry. What, you, have, you have anything oh, about Jerry? I'm what do you think say, about that riddle? you have any idea? I think uh, I'm bad at riddles, but I want to say uh, Jerry sounds like he's doing okay. It's, uh, just perpetrator doesn't sound too uh, scary. No, but know? he's not a good driver. He, he had... We had a surprise co-host at one point that was going to come on the show, didn't show up, actually got in an accident with the gas cap criminal. It's a bit of a long story. I'm, wow. He served his time in Hartford. I don't understand how we cleared up if he if he served or he, if he left the jail, exactly what happened there. But we did get one email from somebody on that uh, – what did they go by here? They might have connections. <laughs> they went by the name of Saw Buck. Saw Buck emailed us this week, and they just wanted to say – I'm here because of Costa, because of Costa. My team let me know that we were able to get a shout out on another popular podcast last week. So I think that's what he's referring to. So thank you, Costa, 
for that shout out. Anyone else who, who is listening to the show because of Costa, make sure you email me, dc30minutehalfhour at gmail.com. We'd love to hear that. And we got one other voicemail from a listener here. We've also had him on the show a handful of weeks ago, but Todd left us a voicemail. I haven't had the chance to listen to this yet, so we'll just take a little listen here. Hey, David, it's Todd. Two-time guest, long-time listener, first-time caller. I just called to say thank you so much for recommending Colin Maddox's podcast, Murder Casserole. It's it's brilliant. And he's uh, he's doing real good things over there and hope he's doing well in Portland. Uh, also, JT Cage, great episode. Loved it, loved it. He's a root beer guzzling weirdo. Love it. <laughs> also, uh, called to say uh, apologies to uh, the listeners for my episode of your podcast. I was feeling under the weather. It turns out I had COVID. So hopefully... I didn't know at the time, but hopefully you're okay, and my apologies again. But uh, keep up the great work, man. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Thanks so much for that call-in, Todd. I'd certainly be worried about that. They don't really test at the hospital that I go to when I visit my mother anymore, so hopefully that was not an issue that day. But thanks so much for that call-in. He mentioned... He mentioned we do have a friend that we, well, not really somebody that I have known. I wonder if Todd was more close to him, but I was a fan. I had seen him on stage a handful of times, but we lost an Iowa City comedian at the beginning of the year. He'd moved to Portland, Colin Madix, and I believe that's what we've shouted out his podcast a handful of time, Murder Casserole, which we enjoy. Yeah. No, I'm friends with Colin. Really? Do you guys know each other? Yeah, yeah. I go to his open mic once in a while. He's come to mind. Yeah, we, we've known each other for about a year now. That's great. It sounds like you do have a strong scene over there. No no shenanigans, and you kind of know each other. We know all the comedians around eastern Iowa, so I guess that makes sense. Everybody kind of gets to know everybody. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not too hard. And that sound means it's time for my favorite segment, World News with David Collins. We have some good news this week. A lot actually going on in the news that I wanted to cover, so hopefully we'll be able to go over a few of these stories. If you think of world news, though, Sam, what do you think of? Uh, I think of uh, not in the United States, which kind of makes sense, I guess. Right, generally speaking. You know, a lot of guests that we have on the show admit that they're not really paying too much attention to the news. But they do end up knowing kind of about these stories, so who knows? I wanted to I wanted to mention this. I thought this was interesting. Adam Sandler has a new movie coming out at the end of August. Did you hear about this? No. You are not invited to my bat mitzvah. It's a bit of a long <laughs> title. What do you think about? You are I not mean, invited I think, to my bat mitzvah. I think if Adam Sandler doesn't drop a new movie every year, the economy's not doing well. So That's a good know. point. You know, the stars must be aligned if that ever happens. I was just a little worried, though, with Bat in the title. It might be COVID-related. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe maybe it is. Maybe he's uh, playing off the COVID thing. I don't know. It's he... filmed. I hate when they see these masks in the movies. They still have these movies that are not going to age well with some masks in it. It's interesting <laughs> to see. Well, people are still wearing masks out here in Portland. I people walk in the places all the time wearing a mask. Is that is that right? That's interesting. It's just not something you see around here. Maybe I could get used to it if it was around me every day. Hope I was hoping it's, you could tell me a little more about this story. This is actually a Portland story I was reading a little about. This was just okay. published a couple of days ago. So I guess two years ago, the city planted trees over in East Portland. And based on the city's remarks, they were not able to water them. And they have all died at this point. Um, the maintenance, the, somebody in the maintenance team uh, said, we simply are not set up nor have the skills for tree maintenance beyond that. Do you know anything about this story? 
I don't know I about it, but it's sounds... it rains like every day over there. It rains a lot, but also we have some good dry periods. So if, and trees are very, very, you know, they, they're sensitive. So if you're right. planning, I'm just, I'm not, a, I'm not an arborist. I don't know any, I don't know enough to really talk about this. For I'm, a moment there, you felt very I'm confident. Just, I'm just going to say though, like, seriously, that makes sense for Portland because they will try to implement things halfway and they right. won't have a really good solid plan for it. They're just, they have good intentions That's and high they, hopes. They always say, you know, make sure you have a two-year plan. Do you hear about Jamie Foxx? Yeah, it's uh, kind of wild. He's got all kinds of things going with him now. Right, and he's come out of the, he's come out, he's not no longer hospitalized <laughs> as far. We were keeping up with that a little bit. He's emerged from his silence after mysterious health concerns, but he was in the news this week for controversial statements he made on Instagram. He shared a photo, and he wrote underneath yeah. it, they killed this dude, Jesus. What do you think they'll do to you? Hashtag fake friends. Hashtag fake love. Yeah, it was uh, anti-Semitic in in form. Uh, I don't know him personally. I can't say, hey, you know, I know. Who but knows? I can say that I can say that as far as like being a person who's, uh, you know, Ukrainian Jewish, I was like, oh, that sucks because I love Jamie Foxx, you know. Certainly. And you got to wonder the articles that I was reading about, it was blaming a lot of people they were looking through who liked the post and going after them too. It was a little wild. Jamie Foxx has came out and said, I know now my choice of words have caused offense and I'm sorry. That was never my intent. You know, it's interesting that he says, I know now I'm a little caught off by that. You know, you see yeah. a prank over Twitter though. You just get a slap on the wrist. You apologize. You say one racial prank, over the air and you lose your job and there's no coming back from it. So good for Jamie Foxx though. I certainly wouldn't want to lose him. Several fires have been burning. Well, I wanted to talk a little about this TikTok story actually. Have you seen this TikTok influencers are now calling wife beaters, wife pleasers? What? That's re I don't even like calling them wife beaters. I like call them undershirts. Like why don't undershirts. we just call them undershirts? That's a what good is one. wrong with people? And I've always thought it sounded as a white beater. I always imagined it was a white beater. And even after a white, white beater, beater like like beating white people? Right, maybe something like that. And even if they still needed to change the name, then they could just call them white lawn chairs. Yeah. Well, that would that would make sense in uh maybe if we were in like uh what do they call that uh the uh the Waffle House. The Waffle House. Yeah, I go to the McDonald's. I notice they have all the tables bolted to the floors. Makes me very nervous. There were several fires burning though. in Maui since Tuesday, none of which have yeah. been contained as of this recording. Over a thousand people are missing at this point, and about seventy are confirmed dead. You thought California yeah. was bad? Talk about a heat wave. Yeah, no, they uh, that is, that's terrible, man. I I don't know what to say about that. I just know that uh, from what I read, and I I've only read a little bit. It they burnt, a whole town burned down in four hours, and it's actually over eighty people now. So right. that's just a sign of the times. Uh, I don't I I don't see this getting better. No, it's very spooky. You know, I thought maybe we have what we what we could do is maybe set up a bomb underneath the ocean and cause a tsunami to put out the fires instantly you know it doesn't seem it seems like a faster 
get rid of it faster. That's what we do with train derailments. We just want yeah. to solve it as quickly as possible. So I wonder if that might be an easy solution. That is the American way, you know, just blow it up. Certainly the American way. And that sound means it's time for our third and last game. We have another great game for you. And you said you're an observational comic, so hopefully you can get a couple of these comics. This is a fun... Are you a fan of comedy in general? Do you watch a lot of comedy? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Perfect, because yeah. this is a fan favorite. This is game is called Sign the Joke. So we're going to read okay. a joke from a stand-up comedian, and you're going to have to tell us which stand-up comedian that joke is from. Sam, okay. are you ready to play Sign the Joke? Oh, man. All right, let's go. Perfect. Why don't we look at round one? And by the way, I don't know if you know, but if you get hung up on words, then you're not going to let a lot of evil motherfuckers slip through. I'm going to have to restart there. And by the way, I don't, ha I don't know if you know, this is why we're missing Jerry here. He used to come up with these notes. We've been struggling a lot. Last week, we didn't even have notes for the show. We've been able to do some oh. of it, but... Poor Jerry, way, man. We need a break. Poor Jerry. I don't know if you know this, but if you get hung up on words, then you're going to let a lot of evil motherfuckers slip through because evil people learn the correct terms very quickly. I don't know if you noticed that. They're the first ones to learn it, so they can smuggle their evil shit through by saying everything correctly, even though they're hiding very bad shit in it. Sign <laughs> that joke. Which comedian do you think that might be from? Oh, that was a joke. Oh, man. Uh, sorry, I didn't know we were reading. Okay, got it. Um, uh, man. Uh, uh, Joe Mishkin? I don't know. <laughs> Joe Mishkin? That's a, that's a deep cut. I'm not sure if I know that. That was Patton Oswalt. Oh, okay. Patton. Yeah, I don't know. Oswald. I don't know Patton that well, so. A bit of a theme here, it looks like. Let's look at round two. Can you believe you're in charge of deciding whether our good ideas are good or not? All these talented people, all this money, TV credits come up here, and you get to decide what's good and what's not good, and we believe you. And what the hell do you know about it? Nothing. You know nothing. Never written a joke. Most of you aren't funny. Probably all of you. You wouldn't be here if you were funny. You wouldn't need to come to this. Sign that joke. Oh, man. That's, that, sounds, that sounds a little bit like uh, uh, Lucy C.K., but that doesn't sound like Lucy C.K. I wanted to also say Seinfeld a little bit, but no. Man, that was a tough I, I don't Would you know. like to lock I'm, one of those in? Uh, let's say, uh, let's say Louis C.K. I, I know it's not him. I'm sorry to hear that. It was Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, Jerry Seinfeld. You were so close. I, you know, we really I, did. We had a guest on the show, J.D. Lopez, and he suggested we get a sounder that's about of a 50-50 win-loss because we have so many times where it's tough to say whether you nailed it or not. That was Jerry Seinfeld, of course. A little crowd work. You don't damn. see too much of that from that legend. Let's look I at was so close. So close. You're on the on the edge, just on the fence. Round three. All men are pigs. I don't know how we live with ourselves. We do the damnedest things. Men, well, you know men will light their own farts. Did you know this? Oh, come on. There's not a guy in here that hasn't had a blue flame shoot out of his butt one time or another and happy about it. How bored you gotta be to light your own fart? I don't know. Sign that joke. Uh, it sounds like that Australian comic, uh, what's his name? The big one. Yeah, I believe you're thinking of uh, Jim Jeffries. Yeah, I was going to say Jim Jeffries, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. That was actually another sitcom-related comedian, a bit, bit of a sitcom theme today, Tim Allen. 
Oh yeah, I don't know Tim Allen's work. <laughs> who who has it's it's odd if you look up his stand up, you only see clips from thirty years ago or today. I'm not sure exactly what he's doing today. Maybe he's doing speeches. But it is a, yeah. some funny fart material there. Tim Allen. Sam how to Ace, be a, how to be a man. <laughs> you're a fascinating guest. It was so great to have you on the show. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Is there anything else that you'd like to say to our audience or anything at home or anything else that you want to plug? Um, you know, just add me on MySpace. MySpace. Is that also <laughs> Sam Bass Comedy? Yeah, it's all Sam Bass Comedy. That's uh, that's that's where – and if you want to go to my website, it's sambasscomedy.com. Um, I have a uh, – if you decide you want to come to Portland and struggle as an open mic or stand-up comic in general, I wrote a little blog uh, about how to survive financially you know, in, on the website. So, you know, I, I like to write. I write every day. Keep writing if you want to be a comedian. That's great. And we've got a great message. And sounds like you have a very great community out there. That's perfect. Everybody listening, I've been David Collins, and you've been the best. David Collins. 30 minutes. Show with David Collins.